This is Chad Harrison, and you're listening to Hope Alive, applying God's word to your daily life. Hi, this is Chad Harrison, and I am the teaching pastor of Lake Community Church and have been serving as a pastor for 25 years. I'm also a practicing attorney. This podcast is designed to help you study God's word and find God's will for your life. I pray in the name of Jesus right now that God would open up his word to you and allow you to see him and to know him and to know his will, that you might glorify him and that you might walk in faith and power each and every day, especially today in Jesus. Hope Lives Friday side notes. Uh, On Fridays, we're going to uh, delve into some side notes. And what are side notes? They may be historical issues that I want to deal with that give you a biblical perspective. It might be something economic, might be something from the Bible, might be some symbolism from the Bible, or it might even just be some ideas, philosophical, maybe even scientific that interest me and that I think the Bible either speaks to or they shed light on scripture and allow you to understand and see scripture in uh, maybe a new, a different, a more in-depth way than you saw it before. So uh, Friday Side Notes is a dealer's choice type situation for me in in that I am going to just give you information that is important. Today, I want to talk about the spiritual aspects of the Declaration of Independence. The truth is that this is something that has been talked about for generations past. In fact, it's been talked about for almost 250 years. As far back as the uh, Declaration of Independence was written, it's been discussed. People have said things about it. People have been quoted over it. Uh, Great leaders of our country have discussed it. And in many ways, I'm not adding really anything to uh, the discussion. What I seek to do today is to make sure that as with everyone else, that drumbeat of history, that understanding that has come throughout history, throughout the times and seasons that we have lived in is continued. We need to always remember, we need to always teach, we need to always discuss these ideas and these understandings, lest generations that come after us lose them. And we need to understand that, sure, our Constitution is a government document. It's a document that defines the boundaries of government. It defines the rights of uh, individuals as far as their relationship with the government. And uh, I'll discuss that on a Friday side note down the road. But the truth is that the Declaration of Independence is the spiritual document, which is the foundation of our government. I will tell you that the Declaration of Independence is inculcated into the Constitution of the United States. In fact, The Supreme Court of the United States has many times said that the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of the United States are inseparable because the Constitution of the United States springs forth from the Declaration of Independence. Without the Declaration of Independence, there would be no Constitution. And the Constitution draws its fundamentals, it draws its strength, it draws its ideals and ultimately its foundation from the Declaration of Independence. And the Declaration of Independence is a spiritual document. It's a document that speaks to spiritual truth. Basically, the Declaration of Independence spells out a very simple argument. And that argument is that God has given each and every human being uh, rights which cannot be alienated 
from those human beings. It's their rights that can't be cut out of them. They can't be removed from them. You may take them from them physically, but you can never, ever remove them from them spiritually because each individual has a right to that. Whether or not you keep them from it is a separate issue. They have that right, and that never, ever is truly removed from any single individual. That the, the second principle is basically that government is instituted. It's been created to protect, defend, and enable each individual to live by those fundamental constitution, those fundamental rights that God has given us in his divine decrees. And so understanding that allows you to have an insight into why governments exist. Governments exist for the express purpose of giving us as much leeway, giving us as much power, giving us as much understanding, giving us as much freedom to live out our lives with those rights, through those rights, those fundamental ideals that God has given us. And then finally, if a government does not do that, if the government does not live up to its responsibility, then it is due to be removed and changed by the people because the power of government comes from the people, not the, not the government has the power over the people. And that understanding is even true in some in, in godless Marxist societies because they always refer back to the people because there's a fundamental understanding in every human being that government derives its power from us. And so even in godless societies, there's an understanding that the government exists in order to serve, protect, and enable the people to, to live out their lives in a way that is good, pleasing, and brings about the most joy and happiness in their lives. I'm going to read to you one of my favorite speech writers, one of my favorite speakers in world history, and that's Martin Luther King and his understanding. He understood that the Constitution came from the Declaration of Independence. He understood that the Declaration of Independence gave an, a fundamental understanding of how government and uh, society exists together. And uh, the key spiritual piece of the Declaration of Independence is we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator, meaning we're given by our creator, certain unalienable rights, meaning rights that cannot be removed from a human being. They're, they're innate to that human being. They cannot be, if that human being is to be a human being, they must have these rights. And, and these rights endowed by their creator, certain unalienable rights, the rights to life, liberty. Among these are the rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That doesn't mean that's a complete list, but that is the most important necessary list of human rights given to us, notice, by our creator, by God. And uh, I love when you read Martin Luther King and his speech uh, to the American uh, people, the speech that was given at Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, Georgia, the American dream, he says this, then that dream goes on to say another thing that ultimately distinguishes our nation and our form of government from any totalitarian system in the world. Notice he is, he is speaking against totalitarianism. It says that each of us has certain basic rights 
that are neither derived from or conferred by the state, meaning we, our rights don't come from government. It says, in order to discover where they came from, it is necessi necessary to move back behind the dim mist of eternity. They are God-given gifts from, the hand, from his hands. Never before in history, in the history of the world, has a sociopolitical document expressed in such profound, eloquent, and unequivocal language that the dignity and the worth of human personality uh, comes from uh, God. It does. And he, he expressed that. He understood that, uh, that our Declaration of Independence spelled out important understandings that we have that our rights and that our humanity derives from God and not from government. He goes on to say, you see, the founding fathers were really influenced by the Bible. Wow. You don't hear that today, do you? He says, the whole concept of imago dea, which is expressed in Latin, the image of God, is the idea that all men have something within them that is God injected. I like the way Dr. King says that. Not that they have a substantial unity with God, meaning We've been separated from God, but that's not what we're talking about. He says, but that every man has a capacity to have fellowship with God, meaning God made us for and with the ability to have relationship with him. Dr. King, that's powerful. And this gives him a uniqueness. It gives him worth. It gives him dignity. Notice our uniqueness, our value, even our own personal dignity comes from, not from the government, but comes from God. It comes from our relationship and or our ability to have relationship with God. It comes from him creating us. He says, and we must never forget this is this as a nation. There are no graduations in the image of God, no gradations in the image of God, meaning there's no there's no grades to our image. We all have the same image inside of us. All men are created equal. And they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights that can't be separated from you. Notice he's quoting the he's quoting the Declaration of Independence right there. Go down and tell them, you may take my life, but you can't take my right to life. Notice they can take it, but they can't take my right from God to have it. Notice you can take my liberty, you can take my freedom, but you can't take my right to liberty. You may take from me the desire, you may take from me the propensity to pursue happiness, but you can't take from me the right to pursue happiness. Notice he says, you can take away that my desire for happiness. You can take away instinct to run or chase after happiness. But the truth is you can't take away my right to happiness because it's innate to me. And it's innate to me, not because the government has given it to me. It's innate to me because my creator has given it to me. He says, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Notice in that sermon in Atlanta, Georgia, at Ebenezer Baptist Church in 1965, on the 4th of July, celebrating the uh, Declaration of Independence, celebrating the birth of our country, he, he draws back to God. He draws back to our understanding that our government was founded based off of principles that we derive from God and that the framers and the, and the writers of the Declaration of Independence understood these rights 
and express these rights in those documents. Doesn't mean that they were perfect men. There are no perfect men except for the one perfect man who is the God man, Jesus Christ. But even though there no, are no perfect men, these men understood that the perfect will of God expressed in his word and expressed to us in our own hearts by his Holy Spirit tells us that we are made in his image and likeness, that he loves us and that he has created us for certain purposes. And those purposes uh, are defined by the rights that he's innately given us as human beings. And those rights among them, the most important of them, are life, meaning he made us. And so our lives are our right. Liberty, that means freedom, freedom of our will, freedom of our choice, freedom to become and to be and to chase after him, freedom to choose faith over darkness, freedom to choose hope over despair. All these things are given to us by God as gifts by his divine will into our very nature ourselves. And then obviously the pursuit of happiness, the pursuit of fulfillment, the pursuit of joy and peace that only comes from him. And you need to understand that the formation of our government in the United States, the formation of that government is based off of uh, godly principles found in his eternal word. And they're based off of those godly principles that cannot be removed. And so in order to remove God from our government, you have to remove the very core and soul of our uh, society in order to remove the uh, God-given rights that God has given us each as individuals you have to cut out the very nature of the documents that created it. And so what I'd say to you is I would say to you that you must, in, in studying and understanding God's word, understand that there is a history and there is there's a purpose in why our governments exist. And understanding that will help you understand how to live out uh, what God has made you for in this world that we live in and in this nation that he's blessed us with. So as you go on into this weekend, I pray that God will open your heart and your mind up and allow you to see the great purpose that he has for not only us, but that he has for our nation and that we would live out that promise and that freedom that he's given us. May God bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May he give you hope and peace today in Jesus name. Amen. As you go today, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you, that he'll make his face to shine upon you, and that he will give you hope and peace today in Jesus' name.